would you rate Limerick's drugs problem? Katie asked two young Limerick men about their views on Limerick's biggest problem. And this is what they said to Live 95. What do you think is Limerick's biggest problem or issue? Drugs. Would you like to elaborate? What do you mean by elaborate? Like what? How so? How so? Because it's, uh, every, t- every street you walk and just people sitting down tapping. Being homeless is a big, a big issue here in Lim- Limerick City. And they're trying to say that they aren't hanging, trying to tackle the problem. But, but they're which not. They're, they're leaving them sit there tap, aren't they? I don't know, I've nothing against that, but they're all homeless and everything. You know what I mean? That's the big issue. If you if you start from this corner at 7 o'clock at night from the about 20 people all the way down. At each side of the road, you'll count at least 20 people sitting down with cups and sleeping bags. Do you think it's worse in Limerick than in other cities? Yeah, it is, yeah. Dublin, I'd say, would be the only place that's worse than Limerick. This is a big issue here in Limerick. And is anyone doing anything about it, do you think? They say, you hear on the radio, they're trying to tackle it, they say it on the papers, but they're doing nothing about it. Like you have to pay, you have to pay to get into hostels now these days. Do you know, so, so yeah, and it's the homeless that's a big issue, and plus drugs as well. You know what I mean? So there you have it from the streets of Limerick City, drugs and homelessness wrapped into one, according to those listeners chatting to Katie. We've heard about how a drug supermarket in Limerick was dismantled by Limerick Gardaí recently. But how big is Limerick's drug problem? It's certainly something that has been coming up on this show pretty consistently over the last couple of years. Uh, Well, uh, the former boss of the HSE, Paul Reed, he is now independent chair of the Citizens Assembly on Drug Use and they are meeting over the weekend and he's on the line to talk to us about it. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Joe. So tell us about the purpose then of this group of 100, I think, including yourself. Yeah, it's a Citizens Assembly. It's 100 people, 99 people who have been randomly selected from the population, um, what we call a stratified random selection. So in essence, they represent the distribution of the population in terms of male, female, mix, uh, regionalisation, uh, age profile, and probably reasonably represent kind of social economic background. So a kind of microcosm of the population in general. We will come together for six assembly meetings between now and, and the end of October. At the end of that, the citizens will ballot vote on recommendations uh, and ultimately we will produce a report for the Oireachtas uh, before the end of the year and government responds to that report based on the recommendations they're going to take on board and the timeline to, to implement them. Right, and Paul, this is clearly a massive issue in communities around the country but it's also multifaceted. So what exactly will you cover? Yeah, and what we will cover is set by the Oireachtas. So our terms of reference set out that our ultimate aim is how do we reduce harm? And harm can cause in many ways. It can be physical, it can be psychological, it can be criminalisation of some people. So there's many ways harm can cause. They have given us kind of three broad areas that we can make recommendations on, and that is legislation, uh, policy, and operational issues, which in essence are the services. So to do that, we want to ensure in particular that we look at international experiences and changes that they may have made. But specifically, we want to bring through, which happens this weekend, the lived experiences of individuals, of families, of communities, uh, and of people working in these care services. Um, and so, you know, that's the process we will go through. And this weekend in particular, uh, I've no doubt it, it's, it will be the most brave, courageous 
an innovative citizen assembly meeting that's ever taken place because we have 20 plus people who represent those individuals, families, communities and frontline care workers telling, giving their testimony um, of some of the dreadful and tragic impacts they've had in their lives but also giving great courage, hope and resilience. Now the whole point of this, Paul Reid, as chair is that you won't be prejudging anything but when you say legislation, for example one of the things that may be looked at is what is criminalised currently versus what may not be criminalised at the end of such a process? Yes, and there's international experiences of some countries taking a different approach. Many states in the US, um, even across Europe and Portugal and Germany, uh, given consideration to this as well, Malta. Um, so, yeah, a lot of debate happens around whether you legalise or, or not, whether you regulate, whether you decriminalise. And the terminology can also be very confusing. So that's one of the issues we're working through with the Assembly members to help understand the difference between legalisation and decriminalisation. Some of the other wider issues that are important too as well in debate, you know, language and stigma uh, that's associated with this is is really hurtful and harmful. Uh, Marginalised communities. I mean, let's just listen to your Vox Pop there. One of the strong messages coming from the first assembly was that we know drugs are pervasive all across Ireland, but we equally know that it hurts marginalised communities more. You know they suffer more, and you know that's that's generally areas who are of higher social deprivation. Um, and you know so we need to look at some of that harm as well. But equally, there is a view, uh, and we will be hearing that view that some people believe. Uh, as we currently have our systems, that people get criminalised for maybe small possession or people can take certain kinds of drugs uh, without causing harm. So we will hear all of those views. Okay, we're talking to Paul Reid, Independent Chair of the Citizens' Assembly on Drug Use, uh, which is meeting this weekend for its first session, but there will be a number of others, as Paul explained. Uh, Here's Councillor John Egan talking about Limerick's drug problem on our show. At our giant police meeting with the police in the Capital Morkin Mark area three weeks ago, the superintendent was reporting that there was nine cases of people charged with drug-taking, driving offences, and seven would drink. And when the question was asked, the superintendent said the drug situation is becoming more pronounced. And I think it is myself, and I think it is one of the biggest problems facing our society at the moment. I was in Clonewell there a couple of months ago, with Minister Fame and I miss the people that are there recovering from drug addiction and the question was asked what should be done and just came across very clear that there's drugs available at every school now these people that were there recovering were very concerned about how their children were going to be protected from drugs I was at a wedding recently and I was talking to a few young people and they told me it was easier to get drugs after 10 o'clock than just to get drink and apparently drugs have been delivered now to houses if people want them they can get them for the same as shopping online they should be getting counselling to come off of them or try and get away from them because the danger they're doing is unreal and the criminals seem to be getting more strong and more powerful the big buys are selling I'm not talking about the small people are selling them because they're only being used and, and some of them are caught up for bits of finance here and there but their lives are being destroyed because they can't go for a job they won't qualify for jobs in America or in Canada if they ever go there if there's anything against them so it is a very complicated situation And do you think that if actual drug users were brought before the courts then it might scare them into not using drugs anymore? Well I think they should be threatened with the courts 
I don't think they should be pulled into the courts because it came against their record. They were in trouble getting jobs in future years. And what impact do you think this is having? I have been informed by two people that our families who had to go to the credit union and get 20,000, 25,000 to pay off a drug debt. I think it has a serious impact and this is getting worse. It's getting out of hand, I think. Yes, Councillor John Egan there uh, chatting to Limerick today and uh, Paul Reid, I mean, what's your reaction to what he said? Does any of it surprise you? Well, actually, a few points uh, which are really relevant from the Councillor Egan's comments. Uh, first of all, I just want to make a point for, for all of your listeners. We do have, we now have a public consultation process for everybody to make submissions uh, into the Assembly process that just opened last Thursday and it's open until the end of June and it's a very simple process if people don't want to send in documents they can just send in comments or they can send in video and that's open until the end of June as I say and we're encouraging everybody and already we've received 350 plus submissions to date but just specifically on some of his comments I mean true I mean one of the strongest piece of information we got on the first assembly again was the, tri- the changing use, uh, drugs use, di- different drugs being used and there's no doubt that cocaine, ecstasy and, and amphetamines are up over the past six years, increased use of those drugs and particularly in the age profile 15 to 34 year olds, we have the third highest rate in the EU of cocaine um, so you know there's some very strong evidence uh, which reinforces a lot of com- counters comments there as well but two things I would say, I mean one of the areas we will be looking at in the next assembly is the whole issue of um, health and community-based responses and how come you know what what's working in some areas, but also the whole issue of education and prevention we'll be looking at in September. So there are areas we will look at, and Councillor right, this is a complex issue. And finally, just to point him out on courts. Um, you know, that's a strong argument coming through publicly and within the forum, I've noted, within the Assembly, the whole issue of how people can get criminalised uh, for small levels of possession and, you know, their lives are pretty much uh, in ruins in some cases afterwards. And we will be looking at that too. And there have been some innovative approaches. I mean, we have, working with we with us on an advisory group, a retired judge, Anne Ryan, who held very innovative courts, uh, drugs courts, and giving people a chance to... Um, you know, recover their lives uh, and recover from a drug addiction as well uh, and not enter a criminal system. So, you know, so there's been some good innovation in the criminal justice system too. Yeah. And finally, Paul Reid, have you showered your head from COVID and the pandemic? Oh, I think the whole country, not just me, I think the whole country is really in a much better place and glad and pleased we're all getting our lives back together. Uh, and I think everybody deserves as a country played a massive role in you know, in, in securing and uh, ensuring that Ireland, you know, was one of the best performers in terms of reducing the impact of COVID. But I think we're all just glad to get our lives back and, and, so, and so the public should be. Mm. But I presume for you there is a slight regret that, for example, issues like this, drugs policy, you, you weren't able to focus on many other matters that I presume you would really have wanted to because clearly the pandemic took up so much of everyone's time, especially in the health sector. Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons just in response to that. If you take during COVID, there was some really good innovation uh, put in place to protect homeless people, uh, check people who are homeless and suffering drug addiction on the streets. Um, You know, multi-agency approach, really working well together, statutory bodies and non-statutory bodies and community organisations really got together and protected uh, those marginalised people uh, through COVID. 
Uh, but yes, you know, there's many impacts of being seen on the health system in terms of delayed care uh, and deferred care and people not coming forward for care. So, And that is impacting health systems all across the world. There's no doubt in Ireland has seen it too. Mm. And uh, your successor is a Limerick man, someone we know very well here, Bernard Gloucester. Yeah, and Bernard worked for me for many years. Uh, he was in the community organisation in the Midwest and I wish him the very best in his new role. And it's, uh, it, I have to say, it's one of the most enjoyable roles. I've worked in the private sector for 30 years. I've worked in not-for-profit. I've worked in central government, local government, and the health service. And it was one of the most enjoyable phases of my career to be privileged to be leading health service in, in challenging times. All right, well, listen, an important role you have now, too, as independent chair of the Citizens' Assembly on Drug Use, having its first sessions at Dublin Castle this weekend. As you heard, you can go on uh, and make an online contribution as well alongside those 99 citizens and Paul that make up the 100 members of this assembly, something the government uh, seemed keen to do, the Citizens' Assembly, to try and inform policy in areas like this. Uh, Paul Reid, thank you for your time. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with